0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. We have a new set of stories for you, so grab your favorite cup of coffee and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story comes to us from Egermeyer's Bible Storybook by L.C.E. E. Eggermeyer. Jesus makes five new friends. Many people believed the message John preached. With new eagerness, they awaited the coming of the King from heaven. How glad they would be to hear that their king had arrived! In their hearts, they believed that he would set up a kingdom like David's and the Jews would be his favored people. One day, John the Baptist saw Jesus walking along the road near the river. John cried out, Behold, the Lamb of God! Two of John's disciples had heard John say so many wonderful things about Jesus that they turned and followed him. When Jesus saw the two men coming after him, he asked, What do you want? They answered, Master, where do you live? Come and see, Jesus said. Jesus took the two with him, and they talked all day. Never had they heard a man speak as Jesus did. Andrew, one of the two, got so excited about what he heard that he ran to find his brother Simon. Simon, too, must hear. Both Andrew and Simon believed that John the Baptist was a prophet of God. They listened to him often and followed him wherever he went. Already, Andrew was sure that he had found a teacher even greater than John. When Andrew found Simon, he called out, Come with me, for we have found the Messiah. And the two hurried back to Jesus. When Jesus saw the brothers, he looked at Simon and said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah, but you shall be called Peter. How surprised Simon was. How did Jesus know his name? Jesus seemed to know all about him. As Simon listened, he too believed that Jesus was the Christ. Now he was just as eager to follow Jesus as Andrew was. The next day, Jesus started back to his home in Galilee. With him were his three new friends. As they walked along, they met a man named Philip. He lived in the same town as Simon and Andrew. To Philip, Jesus said, follow me, and Philip did. As Philip walked with Jesus and the other three, he marveled at the wise words Jesus spoke. Surely this was the promised Savior and King. Philip was so thrilled that he ran to find his friend Nathanael. Philip told him, We have found the one Moses and the prophets wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth. Because Nathanael knew the scriptures well, he remembered that the prophet had written that the king of the Jews would be born in Bethlehem. So he asked Philip, can any good thing come from Nazareth?" Philip did not waste a minute trying to convince his friend. Instead, he said, Come and see. Because Philip was so eager, Nathanael went along. When Jesus saw Nathanael, he said, Look, an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael was astonished. How do you know me? He asked. Before Philip called you, Jesus said, I saw you under the fig tree. How could Jesus have known where he was and what he was doing? At once, Nathanael believed that Jesus came from God. With joy, he exclaimed, Master, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, Do you believe just because I said I saw you under the fig tree? You shall see greater things than these. The Wedding at Cana. A family in Cana of Galilee gave a feast. One of the family was to be married, and they had invited many people to the wedding. Among the guests were Jesus, his mother, and his followers. The wedding feast lasted several days. Perhaps these people were poor, or maybe they had not expected so many friends to come. The feast was not over, but the wine was all gone. When Jesus' mother found out about this, she called her son aside. They have no more wine, she explained. Wouldn't he help their friends at a time like this? Mary called the servants pointing to Jesus she said do whatever he tells you and Jesus told them fill the water pots with water and the servants filled the huge jars to the brim then Jesus said pour out some and take it to the governor of the feast again they obeyed but instead of water wine came out of the great stone jars how surprised they were. Quickly they carried some to the governor of the feast, for he had to taste everything before it was served to the guests. The governor took the wine without knowing what had happened. When he tasted it, he was surprised that this was much better than the wine that had already been served. At once the governor called the bridegroom and told him, at other wedding feasts, The best wine is served first, but you have kept the best until the last. This was Jesus' first miracle. By it, he had helped people who were in need. The men who were with Jesus marveled at what he had done. Surely no man could do such miracles. Jesus keeps the Passover At the time of the Passover, people from every part of the land went up to Jerusalem to keep the feast. Among those who went were Jesus and his friends, Andrew, Simon, Philip, and Nathaniel. When Jesus entered the temple court, he found it crowded, noisy, and busy. Nothing about it made a person feel like praying. It looked more like a market than a house of prayer. Men had brought live oxen, sheep, and doves into the temple to sell for sacrifices. These animals only added to the noise and confusion. In one corner, money changers sat at small tables. Every Jew over 20 years old had to give a piece of silver money called a half shekel to the priests. This money was used for sacrifices and for the temple. Those who came from distant countries brought the kind of money used in their homeland. Since half shekels were the only coins the priest would take, all other coins had to be changed for half shekels to pay the priests. Every person had to pay to have his money changed into temple coins. How angry Jesus was when he saw people making a marketplace out of God's house. Taking small cords, he tied them together and made a whip. With the whip he drove out all the animals and their keepers. Then he upset the money-changers' tables. To those who sold doves he said, Take these things away, do not make my father's house a house of selling. Many Jews were angry at Jesus for doing this. They asked, What sign do you show that you have the right to do such things? Jesus knew they would not believe him even if he showed them a sign. He answered, Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Jesus meant the temple of his body. He knew the Jews would help to kill him. Then in three days he would rise from the dead. The Jews did not understand. They thought Jesus meant the great temple Herod had rebuilt on Mount Moriah. They scoffed, It took us 46 years to build this temple, and you say you can rebuild it in three days? Shaking their heads doubtfully, they walked away. During the feast, Jesus began to teach the people and to do miracles among them. Many believed in him when they heard his words and saw the great works that no other man could do.